Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, Design for Scandal. The starring players, this is Robert Young. And this is Carol Anders. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in the delightful Metro-Golden-Mayer comedy, Design for Scandal. It stars Robert Young as Jeff Sherman and Carol Landis as Judge Cornelia Porter. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Design for Scandal. considered opinion of this court that the plaintiff, Adele Blair, is entitled to a divorce. And the court herewith orders the defendant, J.M. Blair, to pay alimony in the sum of $4,000 a month for a period of five years. Court dismissed. That fool woman judge, $4,000 a month. What am I anyway, a millionaire? Frankly, yes. Oh, it's a holdup. I won't pay it. I'll appeal. Go ahead, but you'll have to appeal in her court. Then I'll have her removed. No soap, J.M. That Cornelia Porter has a reputation. She's straight as a die. How do you know so much about her? Oh, I know a lot of things. For example, your case today cleaned up her docket. Tomorrow, she'll be going to Cape Cod with her sister and her sister's kid. Two months vacation to loaf and sculpt. Sculpt? Yeah, you know, with a chisel. Oh. Uh, maybe I could do you some good up there. You, uh, could? Mm-hmm, and guarantee results. How much would it cost me? Well, I've been with the Globe News Photo Syndicate for eight years now. I'd sort of like the Washington spot. No. And a written contract. No. And a little bonus, about five grand. No. 
Well, maybe. What's the gag? Well, suppose I was all set to get married. Now I'll ask one and see if you laugh. I mean, I hire a girl for a couple of hundred. Take out a license, set a date at the church, get it nice and clear that we plan to be hitched. And then? And then my fiancé sues Judge Cornelia Porter. Alienation of affections and pictures to prove it. There's a smelly scandal, the judge is removed, and you make your appeal in another court. Well, uh, how would you even meet the judge? I told you she chisels. Maybe I have the same hobby. It's no hobby with you, it's a career. (laughs) Jeff, you don't know a darn thing about art. I will by tomorrow, J.M. No, no, it won't work. She's not your type. She's smart. She's a woman. Every man has his price, and every woman has her Achilles heel. But this Miss Achilles may not have a heel. Then she's going to get one. A heel? At your service. Freddie, your mother just went to the diner for a cup of tea. No. Now sit around in that seat and try to ride like a little gentleman. Oh, gee whiz. Well, now, there's I ne- a fine young man to be traveling alone. How about it, young fellow? I'll bet you're going up to Cape Cod like all the... Uh, ouch! Why, Freddie, kicking the man in the shins. <laughs> Tell him you're sorry. Why should I? I'm not sorry. Freddie? Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I understand, kids. Move over, Freddie. Let your Uncle Jeff sit down. Uh, you don't mind, do you, ma'am? I'm sure you have a legal right to the seat. Well, you know, there's one thing about kids. I just can't resist them. Magazines, <laughs> Mind if I buy drinks, Freddy a cold drink? He isn't allowed cold drinks. Oh, that's right. You've got to watch their diets, don't you? Do you? Well, feed them right and they grow up clean and straight. But I guess I notice that more than most people a sculptor does. Does he? Yeah, wonderful country up here, isn't it? Magnificent scenery, don't you think? I said the uh, view. Didn't want you to miss it. Magnificent. Hey, there's a fertilizer plant. Yes, magnificent You know, traveling's a great thing Really? You should do more of it I'll take Trinidad, for example Great place to paint and that kind of thing Sculpt Not uh, interested in art by any chance, are you? No, and I'm beginning to abhor nature If you don't mind, I'd like to close my eyes and rest Well, perhaps I'll be seeing you I've enjoyed our little chat My name's Sherman, Jeff Sherman I said, uh, my name is Sherman Sherman Now I know how they feel in Georgia. (laughs) Say, that's good. (laughs) Well, uh, well, I'll be seeing you. Hello, got my call through to Mr. Blair? Oh, thanks, operator. Put him on. Hello, J.M. Just wanted to tell you I'm settled up here. Yes, I rented a studio from an artist. Sure, statues and all. What do you mean, what kind of statues? Well, one of them's called Midnight on a Glass Bottom Boat, and another one is Death of a Bicycle Pump. No, I haven't got any pictures of her yet, but I'm making progress. I had a very nice talk with her on the train coming up. Yeah, phone me anytime you want. You bet, J.M. So long. isn't Freddy. I can't talk to you now. I'm awful busy. Trying to fly a kite, huh? <laughs> you know, I used to win prizes at that. Hey, you did? Sure. You just take it like this and, uh... Say, um... Can you swim? Can I swim? You sure ask 
some questions, all right. Well, that's fine. Now, I throw the kite in the air, and you run along the pier with it. That's where the breeze is best. And here's the secret. You never take your eyes off the kite. See? I see. All right. Ready? Okay. Here I go. I'm flying it. I got it up. Hey! Makushla. Hang on, Freddy. Hang on. I'll be right there. Just a moment, please. Yes? Whom would you like to... Oh, why, Freddy Angel. Oh, he's all right. Just a little drip. A uh, dip. Uh, <laughs> luckily, I uh, was there to pull him out. Oh, but suppose you hadn't been there. Then I wouldn't have fallen in. <laughs> now, Freddy, you run along and change those wet clothes. Now, now, go on. Oh, gee. Such a high-strung child. I hope you won't mind. Well, not at all. I think he's swell. Good-looking, too. Oh, do you really think so? Absolutely. You must be his mother, of course. There's a great resemblance. Well, thank you. I, I um, Won't you come in? Oh, just for a moment. We were just sitting down to tea. If you'll... Uh... What in the world? Oh, Cornelia, dear, the most exciting thing. This gentleman practically saved Freddie from drowning. He did? Uh, may I present my sister, Cornelia Porter? Cornelia, this is Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh... Mr. Sherman, I presume. Oh, you've met. Well, let's say we've talked. Let's say you talked. Hey, Ma, where's my BB gun? Oh, dear, I'll have to go up. He always runs for his gun when he gets angry. <laughs> Cornelia, you can pour Mr. Sheridan some tea. Rather convenient of Freddie to pop into the water just then, wasn't it? Well, sort of. Lemon or cream? Lemon, thanks. When you want to meet someone, you really work at it, don't you? Angry? Mr. Sherman, what exactly do you want? Well, frankly, I'd like to do ahead of you. What? Why not? Don't you think you ought to have your head sculpted? I think I ought to have it examined for even listening to you. Well, maybe I haven't been exactly conventional, but after all, you can't expect an artist to... Mr. Uh... Sherman, if you don't mind, at I... At least before you say no, you might look at my work. Now, uh, take this little statuette. I just happen to have it along. <laughs> oh. oh. Is that yours? Temporarily. I mean, well... <laughs> until I sell it. Artists have to eat, you know. Mmm, it's really quite good. Yes, I call it uh, Midnight on a Glass-Bottom Boat. But, but there isn't any boat. Oh, that's represented by the female figure, woman, through whose beauty we see strange things in the depths, beautiful and distorted. You know, you've got something of that quality. Distorted? No, no, a, a kind of a mystery. I don't know, glamour, the exotic. Me? Certainly you. It's a, it's a quality. The sort of thing that makes great lovers and actresses. Just pure oh. emotion. Why, I'll bet you haven't got a brain in your head. Oh. I'll bet... <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, exotic, glamorous, an actress. Oh. Oh, gosh, I haven't offended you, have I? Oh, not at all, you funny man. No, uh, no, you haven't offended me. Matter of fact, I think I like it. Hello? Hello, you still there, J.M.? Yeah, lousy connection. What? What have I been doing? Haven't you looked at the pictures I sent you? Tuesday we swam, Wednesday we played tennis, Friday we went out on a picnic. This morning I took her for a ride. No, a bicycle ride. 
Well, not exactly, but she's coming over here tonight. Yeah, I told her I wanted to sculpt her head. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say. You ought to see the layout I've got. Lights soft and low, champagne on ice. Huh? Oh, stop worrying. It's a domestic brand. Sure, and poetry, too. The song of songs. I just sort of left it open on the couch, you know. And don't worry, I thought of that, too. The record's on the Victrola right now. Yeah, Indian Love Call. You know what that does to him. You bet. Sure, sure. Hey, there she is now. I'll call you later. Jeff. Enter, fair lady. Uh, hello. Well, what do you think of the little workshop? Well, frankly, I'm quite surprised. I had no idea you were this industrious. So many finished things. Hey, when I work, I really pour it on. <laughs> but I can't honestly say I'm in a working mood tonight. I see what you mean. Uh, champagne? Now all we need is something to drink to. You know, for some silly reason, I keep thinking of a man named Wharton. Well, then, here's to Wharton. Mm, let me see now. Oh, yes, yes, he was a respondent in a case I once tried. Interesting. Oh, it was one of those unpleasant things. You know the kind. She was in his apartment. Oh. Wilson versus Wharton. It was amusing, though. I, I remember he fancied himself as a Casanova. And his favorite trick... Oh, oh, it really was funny. His favorite trick was to leave a book of poetry beside the couch. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, that is funny. Uh, and of course, it would always be open at the same place. The Song of Songs. <laughs> Isn't that just priceless? <laughs> it uh, certainly is. <laughs> uh, excuse me, that book's in your way. I'll oh, be... oh, don't bother. I'll just put it here on the... Oh, why... What an absurd coincidence. The song of songs. Uh, you know, uh, you're much too lovely to be talking about law. Ah, oh, that's the curse of a legal mind. Now, take this Victrola. Uh, it reminds me of the Osborne case. Ah, <laughs> oh, that funny little man. He favored the uh, soulful attack. Hmm. Always played a record. The Indian love call. Oh. Oh, but speaking of music, uh, why shouldn't we have a little? I uh, wouldn't play that record if I were you. No. Why not? Well, by an absurd coincidence, it's the Indian love call. Really? And by another absurd coincidence, I'm slightly clairvoyant. How simply fascinating. What do you see? The two of us leaving this place in a moment and, darn it, going out to sit on the beach. <laughs> Lady Esther has presented Act One of Design for Scandal, starring Carol Landis and Robert Young. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. And I know you will want to hear this interesting beauty counsel from a great authority, Lady Esther. Women often come to me and say, I could look just as well as so-and-so if I spent all the time on my face that she does. But is it the time? Is that the answer? Long ago, perhaps it was. But don't you realize that today there is one preparation, one face cream, that will do more for your skin in 30 seconds than the most tedious beauty routine ever accomplished? That cream is Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream. And I promise you this. No matter how rough or coarse your skin may look right now, the very first application of Lady Esther Face Cream will make a wonderful difference. 
Now, I don't want you to take my word for that. I want you to prove it, to see the difference in your own mirror. And the best way to see it is with my 30-second patch test. All you do is rub a little Lady Esther for Purpose face cream on one little patch of your skin. But don't touch the rest of your face so you can see the contrast. Rub the face cream on just that one little patch and wipe it off. That's the whole test. But here's what happens. That one little patch of skin suddenly looks clearer, fresher, lovelier than all the skin around it. The dry flakes are gone. You touch it, and it's velvet. Now, why this thrilling difference? Why does Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream do so much for your skin? Because Lady Esther Face Cream alone does four things. All four your skin needs most to be excitingly lovely. First, Lady Esther Face Cream cleans radiantly. Second, it softens, absorbs and removes dry flakes. Third, it helps nature refine the pores. And fourth, it leaves a wonderful smooth surface for powder to cling to. I certainly hope you can still make my patch test tonight. The sooner you do, the sooner you'll have a skin that's really glamorous and inviting, one that's sure to bring you lovely compliments. Don't take my word for it. Try Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream yourself. Prove what I say with my 30-second patch test. Lady Esther presents the second act of Design for Scandal, starring Robert Young as Jeff Sherman and Carol Landis as Cornelia Porter. nice out here on the beach. The surf and the fire and things and stuff. Sort of makes me feel glad we did leave my place. Does it? Sure does. You know, I had a dream last night about you. You were far away in a, a sort of rose garden. I couldn't see your face at first. and Then you came out of the shadow. Jeff, I... it's no good. Let's be honest. I am. <laughs> no. No, you sound like an advertisement for Tahiti. I'd much rather you just said, ugh, and meant it. Okay, ugh. <laughs> Thanks, anyway, for trying. Say, what's the matter with you? Look, moonlit surf, empty beach, an old boat sleeping in the sand. Don't you feel anything? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm too serious. Jeff, tell me something. How do other women act? When? Well, I don't mean when they're picking onions, silly. You really want to know? Well, Janie always tells me I'm a human law book. Now, you show me how the other girls act. Well, go ahead. Just pretend I'm another girl. Well, first of all, I'd have my arm around you. Like this. See? I see. And then you'd say... Last night I saw you fall away or something and something in a rose garden. And you kept fading and getting real again. I sort of heard music. The song they were playing when we met. Remember? And what do I say? You just say yes. Only whisper. Yes. No, lower. Yes. And then what? Then I kiss you. Like this. Well, uh... uh then what do I say? Well, usually you don't. 
Because I kiss you again, like this. I, uh, I see. And then I kiss you back, like this. Jeff, Jeff, is something wrong? 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 No, no, not a thing, only... Do you know, I like it. Jeff, how many nights have we sat out here on the beach like this? Well, this makes 12 in a row. Ah, it's ridiculous. You know that, don't you? Why? Well, things like this just don't happen. Not to me, I mean. To think we've only known each other three weeks. Three weeks and two days. Jeff, when did you know? That I wanted to see you again? Uh-huh. On the train? <laughs> I didn't want to see you at first. I was furious with myself. You feel that way now? No. I've tried to analyze it. <laughs> That's my legal mind again. Always analyzing. Well, better not to most of the time. Oh, but this time it's all right. You see, this is the first time I've ever known a man I'm sure I can trust. As a friend, as... As... Well, in every way. Well, maybe you, uh... uh shouldn't be so positive. Uh, I am, though. I'm afraid I like you, Mr. Sherman. Very, very much. Jeff, you home, dear? I'm a little early, but I... Jeff, Jeff, your phone's ringing. Hello? Hello, is Jeff Sherman there? No, not at the moment. Um, this is a friend of his. Is there any message? Uh, just tell him that Mr. Blair called from New York. Blair? Yes, and he's not supposed to have friends around either. He's supposed to be doing a job. A job? You tell him I'm tired of paying the rent on that studio. I haven't got the right sort of pictures yet, and I just paid my wife another 4000 Excuse me, did you say your name was Blair? Yes, J.M. Blair. Got it straight? Yes, thank you. I think I've got it all straight now. Goodbye. But, Cornelia, I, I don't understand. You mean you went and searched through his things until you found all the negatives? Why, that, that's illegal. Conspiracy is illegal, too. I'll be back in town tonight. I'll swear out two nice, juicy warrants. Why don't you let me pack your bag? You're so excited you don't know what you're doing. I know exactly what I'm doing. Don't think that just because I played cat and mouse with that hyena until I trapped him Cornelia. that I... Cornelia! You mean to say you knew all along? From the very first. Hmm, you don't know me, Janie. When I'm tracking an unprincipled lying lawbreaker, I'm just a machine. Mm, just a machine. That's right. A cold, efficient machine. Well, you're the first machine I ever saw that puts a shoe tree into a hat. <laughs> Fine mess you made of this thing, all right. Get it all set up, and then you let somebody swipe the negatives. Well, it doesn't make much difference, J.M. I wasn't going through with it anyway. Oh, you weren't, Ham. Just like that. Mm hmm I changed my mind. Well, I haven't changed mine. I'm going through with it. You are? With what evidence? Those pictures you sent me. I got them right here in my desk. I'll take them right into court, and I... Hey, they're gone. 
Now, isn't that strange? Now, look here. You took them, Jeff. You took them and you'll hand them right back. You'll give me those pictures. Excuse me, Mr. Blair. The police are here. Well, buy a few tickets and let them go. I'm sorry. They say the tickets are for you and Mr. Sherman. For us? What tickets? Contempt of court, conspiracy to obstruct justice, and a few other items. All on complaint of Judge Cornelia Porter. Well, how about it, gents? Shall we join the ladies? Judge Porter, appearing in this court as an ordinary citizen, has brought and substantiated serious charges against the defendants. Before I pass sentence, have the defendants anything to say? I think I have, Your Honor. Mr. Chairman, I uh, haven't got a lawyer. I could just represent myself. Well, it's a bit irregular, but perfectly within your rights. I mean, if Judge Porter wouldn't mind. Not in the least, Your Honor. And, uh, well, I'd like to call a witness. The Honorable Cornelia Porter... Order! Order! Judge Porter, will you take the stand, please? But really, Judge Graham... You solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Judge Graham, I'd like to ask... I'll uh, ask the questions, please. Your name? I think we can dispense with all that. Your Honor, you mean no formalities? No formalities. You will only ask important questions. Yes, sir. Cornelia, will you marry me? Order! Will you? Order, please! Order! Judge Graham, I object. The question is irrelevant and immaterial. Your Honor, I object to the objection. The question is most relevant. I'll decide that, please. Why is it relevant? Your Honor, if the testimony and evidence are true, the defendant is guilty of attempting to involve the witness in a scandal. But if the intent was honorable, then no scandal could have occurred. And what could be more honorable than the present question in the presence of witnesses? The court is inclined to admit the question, except that uh, no groundwork has been laid. Oh, yes, Your Honor, there's been plenty of groundwork laid all over Cape Cod. On the beach and on the tennis court and on bicycle rides... In fact, over quite a lot of territory. Oh, I detest you. I absolutely detest you. Order, order, please, order. Proceed. Judge Porter, at midnight of July 11th last, on the pier at Cape Cod, did you not tell the defendant that you loved me? Well, yes, but I, I thought that... Well, just answer yes or no, please. Are you not in love with the defendant now? Aren't you? Oh, that's too absurd to even answer. I'll decide that. Answer the question, please. I'll, I'll make it easier. Judge Porter, were you ever in love with the defendant? You're under oath, remember? Well, in a sense, yes, I suppose so. That is, to a degree. And uh, had no other events intervened, would that degree have been sufficient to lead to marriage? I, I suppose so, yes. And nothing the defendant ever said to you led to any altering of that feeling? Well, not exactly. No. So when you inferred a moment ago that you were not in love with the defendant, were you telling the truth? Cornelia, will you marry me? No. Judge Porter, you were telling an untruth? Yes. I mean, I mean, no. I mean, Your Honor, I, I mean, I was saying no, but... I meant to say yes to what he asked me. You will? Judge Graham, she has just agreed to marry me. Cornelia, darling. Please, Cornelia. Please, I'll die if you don't. Well, I wouldn't want to have your life on my conscience. Cornelia! Order! Order, please! Uh, uh, this is most irregular, of course, but... Uh, well, Judge Porter, if you were on the bench, what would you say? Your Honor, I think I'd say case dismissed.
Thank you, Robert Young and Carol Landis, for appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players tonight. It was our pleasure, Mr. Bradley. You see, the Motion Picture Relief Fund, which benefits from these programs, is very important to all of us in the industry. We're vitally interested in the fund and the country house and clinic which it supports. In just a minute, we'll tell you about next week's show. But first, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Landis. Ladies, when you make the patch test, when you rub a little Lady Esther face cream on one small patch of skin, and then see the thrilling contrast against the rest of your face, that thrilling result is only to be expected, because Lady Esther face cream works with nature. It helps do four things nature demands for a lovely skin. Naturally, they must make a wonderful difference. So why don't you try my patch test? In 30 seconds, prove what I say. Isn't it worth a few seconds to see how radiantly lovely you can look? Just rub a little Lady Esther for-purpose face cream on one section of your face, the roughest, most troublesome section. Then wipe it off. See how much finer and younger even that difficult area looks than the rest of your face. Feel its inviting new silkiness. You'll say goodbye forever to tedious and complicated beauty routines. Now one more valuable suggestion. After you've used Lady Esther face cream, pat on some of that wonderful Lady Esther face powder. You'll see your skin looks simply heavenly. Screen Guild players will present Three Men on a Horse. It will star Anne Southern, Sam Levine, and Jack Benny. Be sure to listen. Robert Young appears through the courtesy of Metro Goldwyn Mayer, producers of Madame Curie. Carol Landis is currently playing in the 20th Century Fox production, Four Jills in a Jeep. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. To try Lady Esther for-purpose face cream, just get the smallest size jar. Later, you can get the economical large jar and keep refilling the small one for convenience. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you. And good night, everyone. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. You can't get another. Yes, you're still looking at me. You're not so sure at all, man. You know.